nobody else will tell you this, but I will. And by the way, my name's Natalie. <laughs> Man of the year. Man of the year. Man of the year. Welcome to the number one friendship podcast in the country. I'm Aaron Cairo. I'm Matt Ritter. Man of the year is brought to you by Happy Head, the fully customizable hair loss solution. Go to happyhead.com and use our exclusive promo code FRIEND for 55% off. That's happyhead.com, promo code FRIEND. And I have to say, Cairo, it has been a blessing to do this podcast with you. And we're getting successful. I feel there's a, up. a butt is coming. But. I think we should acknowledge the elephant in the room. We're Nepo babies. <laughs> <laughs> Nepo babies. Tell people what your parents do or did. Wow. I can't believe you're blowing up my Nepo baby yeah. spot. So uh, my mom, my parents are retired. My mom was a teacher and my dad was a toy salesman. Right. So, you know, look, now that we have this successful pod, people are going to come going, oh, okay. You know, we've got a toy salesman, a teacher. My mom had to play off, off Broadway. And my dad was a software engineer. So I think we have to acknowledge that Hollywood was pretty easy for us. It would be hard to be a Nepo baby because podcasting didn't exist when our right. parents were. Well, my dad had some computer software in the house. He did. He, he did. So people are going to be like, oh, oh, he grew up around computers. That's why they have such a big podcast. Yeah. No, I don't think we're Nepo babies. We're not. I know. But I like how people have stretched the Nepo baby term. Oh, are they? So far. Yeah. I feel like some of it is like very, like some of these people. Yes. Tom Hanks. Colin Hanks. Right. Nepo baby. But it's like Jonah Hill's dad was the accountant exactly. for Guns N' Roses. Exactly. That's yeah. why I said, I'm like, one yeah. day, yeah. I, I hope people call us Nepo babies. One day we can only aspire to have our plain view middle-class parents be called Nepo parents. <laughs> my, uh, my only parents brush with celebrity was when my dad was a toy salesman uh, and he was working for the company that met Tickle Me Elmo. Oh yeah. We met... And he was friendly with the guy who did the voice. Oh, the Elmo voice. The Elmo voice. And he <laughs> would he would have he would have him call my mom and leave like a like a rated X message on like the anniversary. Can you do a little? It'd be like, "Hi, Helene. Elmo <laughs> wants to fuck you." <laughs> That's so creepy. And was that his your dad's idea? He was like, "I think she'll be." Into I'm it. sure it was my dad's idea. Yeah. <laughs> did you enjoy yeah. it? Yeah. It was amazing. Okay, that's hilarious. It was the 80s, baby. Yeah, the 80s no, it was, it was the 90s. It was yeah. the 90s. It was yeah. a wild time. But I just think it's so funny, like the, the whole Nepo thing. It's like, yes, there are a lot, like all of a sudden everybody just discovered this, that there's like, oh my God, the children of actors are actors, you know? As soon as I see someone on deadline, like get a deal or a writer or anything, I immediately Google, you know, Jim Smith parents, question mark. Right. Yeah. And it immediately turns out. Their parents are usually in the industry. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Does that bother you? I, it doesn't really bother me. All I would say is if someone, if you're a Nepo baby and someone asks you about it, you just say, yes, the door was open for me. I work my ass off to make sure I belong here. And I'm going to help other people who didn't have that door open for them. End of it. And that ends the conversation. Yeah, I like it. But they always have to be a little defensive, right? right? Yeah. They all have to go... Yeah. Yes, I had the door open for me. If they're smart, they yeah. go, I had the door open yeah. for me. Yeah. Yes, I've had it easier. But then they always go, but at the end of the day, talent always wins. Right. And that's where it's like, guy, you, you don't have that chance. 99% of the world 
doesn't have the chance to show their talent. Right. That's the part That's exactly that it. you're completely blacked out about. Yeah. Even Tom Hanks opened his mouth yesterday and we want to work with you, Tom. So we don't think you're Collins and Nepo baby. We think he's super talented. He said we're a show business family. Right. right. He was like, well, business. plumbers, you know, plumbers, they're that. Yeah. But like they actually go to trade school for that. And right. there's like exams for that. It's not like, Hey, um, you should have lunch with Colin Spielberg. Right. Right. <laughs> That's the difference. Yeah. But we love you, Tom Hanks. We love you, Spielberg. Yeah. Love Polar Express. Yeah, we love all that. And the reason I love, <laughs> we love all of them. Yeah. I love Joe vs. Volcano. Yeah. Oh, here we go. 80s. You know Joe vs. Volcano producer Theo, right? Okay. Uh, anyway. Yeah. We don't. We won't get into Joe vs. Volcano. Great movie. Uh, the reason I brought that up is because we don't have Nepo parents. Mm -hmm. We've had to do this all on our own. I wanted to ask you, do you or have you ever had a mentor or older friend? Uh, I did have a mentor. And I screwed it up. Ooh, I don't, I don't think, think I know this. I don't think I ever told you this. Whoa. So, so when I first moved to LA, this is about 17 years ago, 18 years ago, this mid-aughts, uh, I had a meeting for a project I was working on with a big-time writer. I'm not going to name him. Big-time writer. We'll talk about it afterwards. And then afterwards, we became friendly. Okay. And he was helping me out, and we'd, we'd talk every once in a while. He's actually married to a celebrity. And I was in their apartment once. Sounds like you could have had it on Easy Street. I could have been a Nep I could I Nepo Menti. Nepo Menti. And uh Sounds like a candy. Nepo Menti. Take he, some Nepo Mentis. He uh he ghosted me. Oh. Do you you said you you screwed it up. Like do you did you know? Can you think back in your head of like shouldn't have opened my big mouth? So I think there was not a singular moment. I think mm -hmm. I was, as we've discussed in this podcast, I was like immature, obnoxious, didn't quite know how to handle myself. Much different than younger writers now who like, I'm like, you're more mature than I do. And I think I was just like, like annoying, mm. not gracious. Mm. And I think one day, I mean, I have no idea why he yeah. stopped talking to me, but I think one day he's like, well, this kid is like, you know, All right? like so, Matt, one of the things you and I talk about a lot is how to send a proper email. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, you know. Cairo helps me with my email. But I, back then, I didn't know how to send a good email. Oh, yeah. It's a very important skill. Uh, but I've always, I think about it all the time. I mean, it's almost like a relationship that ended and you don't know why. Mm. Will uh, you ever try to find out? Like, do you need a little more success before you can reach out again? I send mean, them the New York Times article about the podcast. I think that over the years, like I had my agents like reach out, not like what happened, but like, oh, are you interested I in the script? I know who this is. Yeah. Uh, and it's not, it's not. I don't, is it J.J. Abrams? No, it's, it's, it's no one with it. I don't even know you'd know the name, but if I explained to you. I definitely credits. would know the name. Um, and uh, so I've, I've just really, that's always, I could have been a Nepo baby. Mm, yeah, I've had, I've had failed attempts. I, you know, it's funny. We're in our 40s now and it's like. God, I killed to have a mentor, you know, yeah. but there's people coming to us yeah. being like, will you be my mentor? I'm like, how can I be? A, I need a mentor. I, yeah. How can I be a mentor? I want to, I want to be a mentee. It's that <laughs> never ending quest, but they make it seem like it's so easy in life. I feel like just in general, when, when you read articles about like finding a mentor, like, mm. like they make that shit sound easy. I actually, because I lost this mentor and didn't have any mentors and uh, it cost me several years of my career. Really? really? Wow. Several years non mentor. Of my career. So I, I've, I've actually, I have a mentor, uh, have had, I actually met him at jury duty of all places. Mm -hmm. This is a very Hollywood story. 
Uh, should I tell? Should I talk about my mentor fail first? I didn't know you you had a mentor though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is this is also kind of a fail because he's not in the biz anymore. Oh God. Yeah. So uh, no, it's not like a not <laughs> yeah. like a, a yeah, yeah, not yeah. like a right. me too. But so well, first of all, I had a like a mentor fail. Like the first uh, TV show that I made, uh, I, you know, the guy, the person that I made it with, very successful, and was kind of like a mentor. Mm-hmm. And then. You know, I don't know if it was my eagerness or my overambition. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reaching out to get like press uh-huh. and I reached out to a bunch of outlets, like just excited, right. like, write an article about us. I got a big piece of press in Newsday, our local, this is 10 years ago. Yeah. And <laughs> the first line of it was like Matt Ritter and the guy who did X didn't use the guy's name. But that's on Newsday. That's not on you. That was my defense, but it was. First of all, that's that's journalistic malpractice. Yeah, journalistic. It was irreparable. It doesn't even make any sense. Irreparable. Newsday. We love you, Newsday. But it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because he was known for a show. Nobody really knew his name. He was known for a show. But he doesn't mean anything. I know. I tried to say that. First of all, I tried to say, like, do you really think I told him, use my name. Right, right. But definitely don't use this person. Yeah. So it was like, I was like. I don't know. He was a little hypersensitive. Yeah. But I've, I had a good mentor experience where I met a guy at jury duty of all places. Yeah. And of course, only in LA do you meet your mentor at jury duty. Mm-hmm. They were asking jurors why they can't serve jury duty. Uh, <laughs> that's a great way to find out, oh, this guy's a writer. This yeah. Guy's a producer. yeah. Yeah. So yeah. usually in a sane world, non-LA, people are like, you know, I can't do jury duty because my wife is sick or I take care of my mom or right. I have kids, whatever. Right. People were doing that fine. And then the juror, the judge is like, you're excused. You're excused. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. You have to work, whatever. And then this guy gets up and he's like, my uh, writing partner is flying in from Paris and we have pitched HBO. I was like, I want to be that guy. <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. So afterwards, I walked right up to him and I go, hey, I'm really mad at you. Didn't know me at all. Yeah. I go. You stole my excuse. Oh, oh, dude. Great. Right. Right. So great. Then he immediately liked me. We hit it off and we started hanging out and then like just getting lunches and stuff. And I was like, oh my God, I have a mentor. This is amazing. Yeah. And we really became, actually we became friends. Like his wife was great. And my, my wife and I, we would go out and then like, he was in, you know, he's like in his sixties and he's just like, um, I'm moving to the East coast and like becoming a teacher and like retiring, retiring. Yeah. And I'm like, I, but you can't. I cultivated you. I just cultivated. Yeah. I just cultivated. You can't. You can't leave me. So I had. An, I've. Uh, I've had a. He's still my mentor, but right. he abandoned me in the flourishing. We still have a relationship, but I actually really enjoyed it because it was the first relationship I've had, maybe in my whole life, that was really at a different age bracket, which I thought was an interesting topic of like, do you have friends of different age groups, and what can we learn from those different friendships? So to answer your question about having friends at different ages, when we first started talking about this topic, I was like, no, all my friends are like around the same age. Then I realized, no, actually, I do have a, a wide spectrum. Really? What's wide the spectrum. range? The range is like 25 to 50. Okay. That's not yeah. as wide as I thought you would say, actually. You thought it would be wider. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because when I think like, do you have a mentor? Do you have anybody... So do you have any, so you don't really have anybody in a different age bracket? No, I have, I have no mentor. Now to your point, I'm 43. Right. Who's going to mentor me? A A 75 year old. Yeah. Or a younger person who will just like, does your mentor have to be older than you? I think so. 
I don't know. Yeah, like Doogie Hauser was he a mentor to the residents at the hospital when he was the head of surgery? Producer Theo, do you know who Doogie Hauser is? Neil Patrick Harris, right? Yeah. But you know what? Do you know what the show was? Yeah, he's like a child doctor. Apparently, the head of surgery. I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right. Hey, new one. Are we gonna regret Theo getting yeah. his own microphone? Yeah, we should never get own that microphone. Um. So yes, you have to be older than no. I don't think so. I disagree. You think you can have a younger mentor? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Also, our business yeah. is very age fluid. That's true. Like everyone's every age. I prefer a mentor at this age. I prefer a mentor in the sixties or seventies. Right. Right. I'm working on one right now. You are. I'm slow playing one. Oh, that's good. I'm seventy five year old, very successful, but wonderful man. Now, do you have friends that are much young? What's your age range of friends? Well, from the acting world, I've got some like early 20s, you know, friends. Like I'll invite him over for big yeah. gatherings, but on the right. close circle. Right. And then my mentor is still a friend. He's in his mid 60s. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that one of my friend groups here, ironically, sort of the, the, the group I used to go to Coachella with, they're all older than me. So they're all like mid 40s yeah. to, to like reaching. What? Why is that funny? Why aren't you mid 40s? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay are we mid 40s we're 43 i call us early 40s do you ever think about this we're 43 when we turn 44 we will have already lived 44 years okay like i always thought your birthday oh is you're the talking beginning. about the zero to one thing yeah, yeah that's very confusing like i are my zero or am i one yeah well it doesn't matter when you turn 44 you have already, already lived. lived it yeah so we're almost 44 Lived 44 years. Right. But right. I'd say we're er, mid to er, early. Mid, early to mid. Yeah. Early to mid. Early to mid. But right. I have friends who are 45, I play, 46. I play, I play early to mid 30s. Yes. You identify as. As a 34 yeah. year old. Um, and I, yeah, I do realize that. But I've, do you, do you, what do you get out of having, that's, I guess what I wanted to get into is for the audience, I think there's a lot to be gained from having friendships outside of your Oh yeah. Age bracket. Well, if they're older than you, then they experience everything first. Exactly. I mean, depending. Well, for me right now, when I'm about to have a kid, it's like all the people that are older, they don't necessarily have to be older to your point. Right. I guess I could have mentors that are right. younger that have been through the things that you're about to go through. I think it's extremely helpful to have people, although the flip side is I'm getting so, so much so much parenting, unsolicited parenting advice. Mm. So much. You, you, some of it you, you like, and then yeah. at a certain point, it's just so certain, much. Yeah. Any, any good nuggets? Some funny ones. Yeah. We've gotten some funny ones. Here are some of the funny ones. Yeah. One of them was uh, a cousin uh, said, You absolutely have to have a Buddhist nanny. You have yeah. to have a Buddhist nanny. So specific. Yeah. I'm like, That's, I don't know. Is that yeah. even possible? Yeah. And she was like, You, you just, you're, you're, Oh no, you have, yeah, you have to have, she was like, your son has to be raised by a Buddhist. Like who doesn't want their child raised by a Buddhist? I'm like, I, I don't know. That's not really yeah. something I, yeah. I thought was on the table, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that sounds good. I mean, you've already got a Christmas tree. You got yeah, a menorah, and, yeah. And then I had this other one, which was just this um, friend who walked right up to Jess, my wife, never even met her before. Mm -hmm. She was like, so nice to meet you. I just want you to know six weeks after the baby's born, you're going to want to commit suicide. <laughs> no. <laughs> she goes, you're not going to, but you're going to want it. Jesus. That's and you know what? Nobody else will tell you this, but I will. And by the way, my name's Natalie. <laughs> 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 uh, and then I just like pulled Jess away and she was a little bit shooketh. Yeah. I was like, what did she say to you? She's like, I'll, I'll tell you later. 
<laughs> so you just get like a lot of these emphatic things that are like, okay, this is going to be a nightmare. What do you think about our friend Claire saying that we shouldn't use the term shooketh anymore because it's for the younger generation? Oh, I would like to hear more people nag us on it before we, before, I don't want to just have one person tell us, I don't want to get shooketh off right. my, off my branch by one person. It's such a great word though. Yeah. Are we overusing it though? It's got great mouthfeel. Yeah. I enjoy it. I, I enjoy the way it rolls off of yeah, all of my taste buds. Yeah. Um, has anybody made comments of like, oh, you're going to be an old dad? Actually, yes. My brother accidentally said that to me. What he he was say? talking about some other old dad because he was a really young dad. Yeah. So his, his kids are, and he was just talking about some other dad who had issues with his kid. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. It's partly maybe because he's like an old dad. And he goes, no offense. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, not offensive. No, I know. It's but just, it, but yeah. he realized that that guy was actually young. Was younger than me when right. I had it. You know. Like, do you do the math? Like, he's going to be set. I'm going to be 60 yeah. when he's 17. One of my mentors is in his 70s and has a one year old. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah. So anyway, my my question yeah. was still holds of like, yeah. what do you think you get out of having? Oh, you get the one wisdom. Gen. I know, but you have like a half gen above you. So what are you getting? What are you getting out of that? Well, you're getting wisdom what specifically. Like, oh, just like. You know, some stuff is just minutia of like, I need to get a colonoscopy. I need to like fill out this life insurance. Like, you know, this, you're going bald, you know, all the things that yeah. people. Did you have, you have a, you had the colonoscopy convo with one of your, with one I, of your I, elders, I, with one of your council elders? I have elders? a colonoscopy coming up. I feel we'll do. You do? Copy. Yeah. Wait, yeah. I thought you need to have it after 50. They've moved it to 45. Oh no. I have some family history, so I'm doing a 44. When yeah. you're early, when is that? We should do a happy colonoscopy day. For yeah, you. I have it in our in friend, our, in our a friend colonoscopy. Yeah. Like, do we do a post colo party? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll for sure do that. We got to do a colo but party. That is, is it called a colo party? You think? Maybe, sorry, own th a co a co no, a colonoscopy party. Colonoscopy party. Yeah, colonoscopy party. party. I love it. But that is one of those things I think, along with, again, for someone who doesn't, who isn't married, has kids, who doesn't have kids, those are some of those benchmarks, like hair going gray. Yeah colonoscopy where you're like yeah. this would never happen to me i know and it's happening happen and it's and it's your hair does not go gray jesse plucks all right we've, i think we've discussed yeah right? yeah she does like a one day a the plucking will overrun it's gonna rip all of my hair out of my head no i'm saying the gray will take yeah yeah that's what i'm saying right, if she keeps right. doing it then i won't have any right. hair yeah and you yeah. have no beards so we have no idea if you're, you're we have no gray. idea i know i'm getting some gray chest hairs oh yeah, i have a couple gray chest hairs yeah that's always weird a couple gray Balls Ball hairs, hairs too. too. Yeah. Those are weird. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you, that's when you really are embracing your mortality. It's like, yeah. yeah, these are great ball hairs. I'm not a young man anymore. But you know, when, when that stuff happens, it's good to have someone older to be like, hey, like, right. is your ball hair great? Totally. Like my first hemorrhoid, that was a time where oh, I was like, who do I talk to about yeah. this? Yeah, who did you talk to about that? A couple of older people. Yeah. I was like, you have to be, I didn't want to like walk around. I was like, anybody over 50, I'm like, I'm sure. Because you always see these commercials. I'm like, yeah. everybody. Has, what is a hemorrhoid? It's like a big ball that shows up on the sphincter. If you, if you just, you know, you know, I have some stomach issues. I don't know. Uh -huh. We may delete this. It's a little gross. Yeah. It just, it's like this bulb that then it from inside your body comes to the outside. It's like almost like a, almost like a bulb of a flower. Yes. That like shows up. And then when you're going to the bathroom, you feel it as it's coming out. It uh, rubs up again. Yeah, it takes like weeks for it to go back inside your body. And then it, it's there forever? Well, it, it just goes back in. Like it's your skin. It's just your skin. Oh, okay. And it bulbs out and it's painful. But, but honestly- And like, you have to take something called a sits bath. Do you know what that is? Okay. Let me guess. Let me guess. Yeah. It's, it's some, you're putting something into the water? You can. 
I don't know what is it. So you could, I mean, you could put like uh, bath salts, but you, it's a very low. You put it like just a couple of inches, so it's just like for your, just for your, just touching. Why that can't area. you do more? Because it's just supposed to soak that area. Oh, the medicine, the medication does. No, just the water. Why just can't you take a full bath then? I don't know. They say take Bro, a sits bath. We got to go. This is the thing. This is the thing. S I T S Z. Theo, producer Theo, we yeah, he'll sits look bath? it. He'll look that yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we make. So you're, you're doing thing. you're doing baths. Yeah, the- inch inch baths, sits bath. Look it up. Sits bath. Is sits mean sit? I don't know. Maybe it doesn't. Okay. It seems like it should. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, you need mentors for things like hemorrhoids. Yeah. You know, or a parent, but like. Sometimes it's, right. you know, something right. you want to just, yeah, work stuff. I think, look, obviously like work mentors are amazing to have. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. So Kira, a lot of our audience is men in their thirties and forties, and they're all kind of going through the same exact thing. Oh yeah. Their dick hair doesn't loss. work. Oh, oh well, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're focused on the hair loss hair now. Loss. And so right. is happy head. They offer a customizable hair loss solution. So it's not one size fits all. Like, look at us. Would we want to use the same products? Never. Never. I would never go near your products. But happyhead.com, they have a promo code FRIEND where you get 55% off. That's our exclusive promo code FRIEND at happyhead.com, and they don't do dick pills. And now, back to the show. Uh, the, I don't know if I even told you this, that I found a, um influencer on TikTok. She was on the, on the, on the come up. She was, uh, her message was investing advice for underrepresented groups. So she's queer. So it's basically intersectional investment advice because if you are, for instance, gay and you walk in to get a apartment or a home loan, some places, like it's not, it's not the same as you just walk in with your wife. Like you either, sometimes you're discriminated against, sometimes the law hasn't covered that yet. Okay. Um, or there's just different, uh, you know, lifestyle. Okay. And I was like, this should be a book. So I sent her a message on TikTok. And I was like, this should be a book. Do you want help? She was like, yes. I helped her put together a proposal. I introduced her to my agent. She has a major book deal. I think it's coming out next year. What's your cut? It's a great, that's a Very great question. question. I mean, for all this virtue signaling, I want to know what the cut is. <laughs> Listen, you're a good man. You're a good man, Charlie. Uh, nothing. Wow. Just the goodness nothing. of your heart. Hey, you know what? Maybe that's a piece of advice. If you're the older person, sometimes just do things for the younger people that are just because you, you're on the flip side of it. Just nothing. There's nothing. Sometimes I think it's a lot less maybe transactional when it's a different age. Like yeah. when you're, you know, when you're the same age, it always feels like, Oh, well, I did this for them. They should do this for me. But I actually feel like when you're in a different age bracket as the other person, it kind of skews a bit, right? I think ultimately for me, the relationship was more valuable than whatever I was going to get at it right. business-wise. Right. I mean, I could see a, a situation where, you know, I'm mentoring someone. I'm like, we should write this together. Right. You know? No, um, totally, totally. But I, yeah. I think what I what I'm saying is, when you're friends with people or, or the relationships with different age groups, I think sometimes it's like, yeah, you, you don't, you don't need to do anything, you know, to a younger person. It's like, Oh, what can I do for you? Nothing. You can't do anything for me. That's the point. Right. Like sometimes, you know, cause your inclination is always to go, Oh, I gotta, you know, this person did this thing for me and I, I want to do something for them. And that's what friendship is. But sometimes it's like, if they're 
30 years older than you and they've, you know, done it all. Like sometimes what they're getting out of it is just a good feeling of right. what you were talking about. Like it feels good to be around younger people. I will say though, this is actually something very important advice that I learned, which sort of goes against what you said, which is that usually when we're networking, we think, what can this person do for me? When I'm networking, you know, yeah. but now I try to think of what can I do for the person? Yes. But Older sometimes you cannot is you what can, I'm saying. You can always I, do something. I, I disagree. I think sometimes, so listen, right, we're, yeah. we're, we're debating this. I disagree. I think some of these relationships that I've had with these really successful mentors, the only thing I can do is like be myself with my wife and go out with them as a couple. And I think they enjoy that. I actually, what they're getting out of it is just, they enjoy being friends with people that are 20 years younger and they, it reminds them of a time when they were at that age or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. I don't think sometimes I don't think there's something you can tangibly do for somebody who's, you know, a, a 10 years older, a generation older than you. You think you should just have that mindset though? Yeah. Oh, I think it's, look, I think it's great. But at the same time, like sometimes realistically it is, they just want to do for you and that's okay too. Right. Is what I'm saying. Sometimes a friendship is just like, somebody doing for another person. And yes, you should always have the mind of like, what, what can I do for this person? Right. And nobody likes one-sided friendship, especially at the same age, but I don't think they mind it quite so much. If somebody's a lot older, like I don't mind it so much. If I do something to help out, you know, some younger person and they don't do anything for me, but I, what I, I think what you're talking about is you do mind if they're not respectful or they don't follow up and you're like, Hey, I just helped you with this thing. I want to know how it went. Yeah. And then they never tell you how it went. That's what they want out of it. They want to know that they right. helped. Right. 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 You want to know that you right. made a difference. Yeah. Uh, and what about um, hanging out with like younger friends? Like who's paying? I mean, I like to be the godfather. Yeah. It, it is nice with a younger I go, folk. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. I go, stop it. Yeah, but like a date though, would you still like them to be like to reach for it or? Yeah, yeah. yeah you and then reach. I go. Stop it. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. And then at the same time when it's somebody who's the generation above. Right. But also now I'm an adult. Right. It's a little different. But still, I think when your friend's dad or something goes to pay and you try to pay, they get like, no. Um, I do, you know, listen, hanging out with younger friends, you seem, it makes you feel better and worse. And worse. The next day because you're tired? No, because yeah. they're like, I'm so old. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. I can't hang. Yeah. Although I can ha still pretty much hang. But yeah. I, I do like, that's why people like mentoring. We should talk about that too. Because then you realize how much wisdom you have. So because I lost my mentor, never had a mentor, I actually have decided that I don't want anyone to experience that. So I've, I have a few mentees You now. do? Yeah. Ooh, let's talk um, about that. And... Uh, you know, first of all, it's helpful just to like go through the paces of like what you know, just to say out loud, like, oh, you should do this. I did this and blah, blah, blah. Um, I find it fascinating when people start asking me about this biz and I know things all yeah. of a sudden I'm like, oh yeah, I've been here Yeah, for 12 years. Learn some things. Yeah. So I find it very refreshing. I think that I do have some mentees that I think are not as good at being a mentee as they should be. So they were like old Kira. Uh, almost in the reverse way in that like, oftentimes I'm like, hey, like, let me know what happens about this situation I just guided you through. And then they don't tell me. Right, like I just put in the time to help you with this yes. thing and then you never do any follow-up. Yes. I find that that's, so I would say this, this is my tip. 
It's the mentee's responsibility. Tip hack. Yes, this is a tip slash hack. It's yeah. the mentee's responsibility to follow up and over follow up. It's not an equal yeah. communication because I know this from my mentors. Like it's on the younger person. It's on the mentee to do most of the communication, which is not the same as normal friendship. Right. So I think this is differ. This is a different kind of relationship. A relationship across across like major age gaps. I think it's on the younger person to do the more communicating. Yeah, that's that's smart. The the mentor mentee relationship. I mean, you could also be friendly with them, but yes. it's a different type of relationship. And I, I have some mentees. I'm like, what? I haven't heard from you right in a while. Like, why am I reaching out to you? Like, do you need help? Right. Yeah. And why do you think that is? Is it Gen Z? They want a better mentor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> They've moved on. I don't know. I feel like you pretty well. No, I'm sure you are. I bet you are a good mentor. So, you, so you'd appreciate this. And, <laughs> and, and I wonder if we talk so much about our business. I stole your mentees. Oh, you probably would. Right? Oh, yeah. Because we live it. We, it, 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 is, it is such a specific industry. And I, and I hope that parts of it are relatable to other, other relationships. But like in our business, like how to respond to someone you know, how to send an email to your agent, to your manager, to someone is like, there's no rules. It's not like you're a Google and you're like, and so my friend Katrina, who's one of our friends, but I would say I'm also mentoring her because she was going from one part of writing right. to She's another. She's newer to the biz. Than to, to, to this biz. So she calls it the Cairo system for psychotic email replying, Casper. Mm. And we just use a Google emoji. I like it. And cause she's like, oh, my agent said this. What do I respond? I'm like, wait, 72 hours. Yeah. And then you're going to respond exactly. She's like, what the fuck? I'm like, trust me. This is like DEF CON, but for emails, this is great. Yeah. Because I go to DEF, I, I'm, sometimes I've been like, oh, I'm ready to go to DEF CON 5, but then I go to, go to Casper. Yes. Well, you're, all your emails just the automatically are forwarded to me. First, yeah, yeah. I have a system yeah. now that I, I literally, if I, if I type the wrong letters in combination, my computer, yeah. the chat, I have chat GPT going, yeah. send to Cairo. Yeah, yeah. That's why if you notice on, on uh, Theo's response to our email the other day, he just wrote back, hey, Aaron. Yeah, he Not knows. even, hey, Matt, because he knew yeah. I, I, I must have written yeah, it. Cairo, the Casper system, the Casper I like this. Well, the point is you were trying to explain that you're mentoring people about email. Oh, yes, but it's such a pedestrian thing but it's very important it's not business. pedestrian that's it's, why it's communication that's why my mentor dissed me uh, ditched me because he doesn't understand it yet no or she doesn't understand it yet. no no, no. my mentor ditched me 20 oh, years ago your mentor because you didn't understand yeah i went back a couple years ago and looked right. at some of my emails i'm like oh yeah here's the other thing i would say this is just advice and this is maybe more mentor mentee than like hey old making an older friend but yeah you have to what i talked about kind of being the better version of yourself when you're out with them. It's kind of the better version of yourself is important in everything you present in your emails. If you're sending a resume or you're sending a draft of a script, like I definitely blew potential mentors by not sending like the apex version of oh, a script yeah. early yeah. in my career. That was a lesson. Like if there's one lesson to be learned of like how to, you know, get a mentor, keep a mentor, Show them that you are going above and beyond in that relationship. But some mentors are like, you don't need to show me your best work. Let me help you get it there. I think most successful people do not fall into the boat that they have the time right. for that. I mean, you would they want to help you in the most efficient way they can help you. That's my strong opinion is like, if you tell me what you want and you give me the best version of it, 
I can really help you. If you go, I could do this, I can do right. that. Cause I, I take a lot of these coffee meetings mm. about the industry and I'm like, so what do you want? Yeah. Like, well, I could do this. I could do unscripted. I could do scripted. Right. I could do comedy. Right. I could do drama. You know, it's like, well, then I don't know who I could connect you with because you basically right. just said anybody and everybody. Well, maybe they don't know. Maybe you're trying to right. help them figure it out. Right. I know. But then I, yeah. then I usually send them back to the drawing board and I go, think a little bit more about it. God, to be a young person in this business and they're having coffee with you. They think I'm the mentor. They need. <laughs> they're low on the total bowl. The mentee has become the, men the mentor. Yeah. But as I said, we're still seeking our mentor. I know, That's I know. But you do want to look, hey, we're just two Nepo babies. We want to put that elevator back down. Yeah. We want to take, listen, but I do, I do feel that. I do go, man, it was so hard for me. I had no guidance. Yeah. And now I figured a few things out. So anytime I get an email, I always meet the person for coffee. I always try and give them whatever. And I always just say, look, just one person, one idiot's advice. Like this right. is just one person, right. one middling writer. One morons advice. Yeah, one morons yeah. advice. But I'm like, but these are the things I learned. Like I definitely know some of the pitfalls. And I think one of them is like, you know, res respect that relationship more than to, you know, some friend your age in the way you communicate with them. I don't think you should communicate in the exact same way with, you know, a, a person that, that's where you want to get to. So speaking of taking questions, should we take a listener question? Asking for a friend. Hey, this is our, our new segment, Asking for a Friend. And in this segment, we will be answering listener questions. Guys, you can reach out to us on Instagram, Twitter. We're very easy to find. You can message us individually, the Man of the Year podcast, um, and we will anonymize it. So don't worry about giving any uh, details. And we're going to answer on the show. So what's our question for today? So I don't know if we're ever going to top this question. Okay. This could be the greatest question we ever get. So let's just savor it. Hi, Matt. I'm Steve. Please don't use my real name. I want to stay anonymous. Haha. -ha. I changed the name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why, I can't even read this. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> One of our buddies is going to get circumcised at 32 because his girlfriend asked him to do so. He's half European, so he's been uncircumcised for all of his life. The girlfriend is not Jewish. She's American and just wants it circumcised. Our gang is completely mixed about this. More than half don't want him to proceed. The others think it's time for him to get the cut. Nice pun. I need your opinions on this. Help my guy out. Is getting circumcised okay to ask for in a relationship? Wait, what's the, what was the pun? To get the cut. That's not a pun. That's just literally what it is. Time to get the cut. Yeah, no, that wasn't pun. Uh, not a pun. Um, first of all, the question: What does half European mean? What is what does it mean? He hasn't been circumcised his whole life. Yeah, that's how circumcision works. It's binary. <laughs> that is a pretty funny okay, let's way not to mock say the question. Yeah, he's half European, so he's been uncircumcised for all of his life. <laughs> yeah, I think right. he's saying a lot of Europeans aren't circumcised, so that's the reason. For what's it. A, what's half European? Like half American, half French? Yeah, I guess he was okay. saying that maybe Got his it. parents considered it. At some Got point. it. Okay. Well, what do you what do you think? Um. Ouch. Mm. No, just I, this is the visual of a 32-year-old man going on that cutting board. Mm. I, I don't think they use like uh, like what you use. Like chicken. with the baby? Yeah. I know. I thought they do it like a baby. Like some guy holds him up. Like I held, <laughs> I held my nephew. A yeah, when my moil yeah. made the cut. Yeah. Like I'm just picturing a moil with like three people holding it and a, gro a, gro a grown male yeah. up. <laughs> hold him. Hold him. Put it. Put a, put a wooden spoon in his mouth. Here, just like, just like. Drink some of this uh, Michter's bourbon, just oh. like chugging bourbon, and just hold hold a spoon in your mouth. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, what do I think? Yeah, hell 
No. Hell no. Am I clear mm. enough? Mm. Uh, don't tell people what to do with their bodies. Yeah. I'd say, how about this? I'd say, yeah, yeah, babe. Yeah, I think I will. Also, um, I'm going to need you to get a pair of new tits, a rejuved vagina. Yeah. Uh, I think I actually want you to go get your eye colors changed surgically. I was going to say, like, do you think it's okay for a guy to tell a woman, like, you should get a boob job? No. Yeah. I think you're not with the right person if you're going, I need you to cosmetically alter, like, kind of a major part right. of your also, existence. Also, it's his girlfriend or his wife. It's his girlfriend. Dude. Yeah, right. You're not even yeah. engaged. That's yeah. it. By yeah. the way, that is uh, that is such a hot red flag. Like, it's a that smoking, smoking hot smoking. red flag. That's not, yeah, the, the flag is on fire. It's not yeah. even red anymore. The flag is red only at the end of it because it's been burned to a crisp. Now, the flip side is we are circumcised. It does. I, I think it's the way to go. <laughs> but I don't, don't uncircumcised men actually have more. They have much more nerve endings. Yeah. Millions more. They have yeah. much better uh, feelings. Down if there. you're in your thirties and you're fine with it, I think you like, you're probably better off. If, I mean, he has no problem getting women. Yeah. I also just like, you know, you're, it's a surgery. It's a right. risk. There's like, right. you know, I'm sure it's safe, but at the same time, like it's, it's also, it's your baby. I'm sorry. It's your so junk. Half of the friend group is like, Yes, our friend should get an adult. Uh, you know what I think? I think that friend group needs to break yeah. up. Yeah, I mean. Kidding. Stay friends. We, no. we love you guys. Yeah. Uh, but that is just an insane ask. Though, does it change it if it's religious or is that just a cover? But it's not religious. I know. I'm just asking. Oh. Does it actually make it better if it's religious? Well, I think it's the kid you could do that. No, because I have a family member. Uh -huh. I don't know if it says. I have a family member who... An adult male did it for the wife for religious reasons. First of all, she said it was for religious reasons. Right. That's what I'm saying. She, isn't that, isn't she, it still not really for religious reasons? It's just kind of a cover. I'm sorry. You're the more. As an adult. You're, is that a religious thing? You, you, you can't marry someone who was uncircumcised? That feels like a fraudulent exercise. Oh, it's honey. You know, it's for religious Yeah, this is reasons. actually, yeah, no. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm part of uh, the, um, I'm part of the, uh, you know, the, the new religion where they require you to actually only have uh, double D's. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's a newer religion. Yeah. It's a, it's a boobology. I'm a boobology. Or if you're just dating a Gentile, listen, in the, in the, in the Bible, it actually says, Rebecca, she, she hath she hath come down with those big, big knockers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, just asking a, a significant other to go under the knife. Yeah. To go under the knife. Yeah. Listen. Elective, I love you. Elective penile <laughs> surgery. I love you. Hard pass. <laughs> I love you, but your penis yeah. has too much flesh <laughs> on it. <laughs> right. Right. Is that any different from going, I need you to lose a little weight? I need you to lose a little weight just in the penile area. <laughs> I need you to lose one ounce. I need you to lose one uh, ounce. Honey, you're, you're a little overweight. Did you use one, one ounce? <laughs> one ounce. I'm sorry. This is a real question. Theo actually has this a, is a uh, he is yeah. A, uh, a. Yeah, we have some uh, producer follow-up questions yeah. for this listener <laughs> yeah. question here. Yeah. Um, I would pose the question, why is it better to circumcise a baby than a, an adult? Okay, because I'll a tell baby you exactly has why. no choice. I'll tell you exactly why. So we called up. This is amazing. So I called a doctor on this one. So my neighbor's father is a doctor who performs, I guess, I don't know who performs those in the yeah, hospital. Yeah. Cause I know only the Moyles who do it in the Jewish faith. Yeah. Anyway, we called him up cause I told him about this listener question and he called his dad on the phone 
And we asked that exact question. He said, because of erections. Because the stitches <gasps> rip open ah. if you get an erection. So that's enough of a reason not to do this as an adult. The reason that it's much easier to do as a baby is because a baby's not getting hard and ripping open his I sleeve. I think, and we have to confirm this, I also think babies don't have the same sort of pain receptors. Yeah. yeah. Also, it heals up much. The baby just yeah. heals up quickly yeah, in like yeah, yeah, a week. Yeah. I think I could. You go. think we could not get erect for, for two weeks? <laughs> uh, what about morning wood? Just to go to the. Sometimes you oh, wake oh, up. Oh, that's what I'm okay. saying. Okay. Your, your body is no. bile. Yeah, no. yeah. What was the other uh, follow up question? Well, I think I had multiple, but I think now they're kaput after this revel <laughs> revelation. Kaput. kaput, kaput after, these, <laughs> after Matt's revelation. Well, thank you so much for that listener question. So I think the takeaway was what? Fuck no. Break up with her. Yeah, but no. Look, oh, sorry. I would say you don't have to break up with her. I think you respectfully decline and then see what happens. I mean, your idea was like, hey, trade you for some titties. Yeah, I'll trade you for some titties. Yeah. Asking for a friend. So that was asking for a friend. If you have questions, please send them in. Uh, before we wrap up, Theo, do we have any more follow-up on the sits bath? I had to abandon that ship. Could not figure out the reason. It has to be, let's say, you know, Guys, yeah, why didn't I get? Why didn't they but get? But apparently, a full tub? it does have to be shallow. Everybody's saying shallow, but they're not telling me why. I'm confused. Yeah. If you know why a sits bath for hemorrhoids has to be shallow, and you can't just take a regular bath. Please respond. What did we learn today, Matt? So we learned that it is healthy to have uh, friendships at different ages, right? Yes. And it's great to have a mentor, and we're always seeking them. Yes. We learned that. It's really important to maintain your relationship with your mentor. Always be gracious. Always be, um, what's it called when you follow up and you're just keeping them in the loop? Just yeah. keep them in the yeah, loop. Keep them in the loop. Be respectful of yeah. their time. Um, but also if you're a mentor. Well, I was going to say also, I would try to say that to the, the younger people that I mentor, like in a couple of years, like you're going to be the mentor. Just like yeah. pay it forward. I also, we didn't get into this on the pod, but for young my younger friends, I'm always like, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. That's mm -hmm. the one thing I, I like to always share with people. It's like, yeah. I know when I see somebody on a bad path, I'm like, I've been down that road. Right. It leads to Vegas. Uh. Bad weekend. <laughs> it leads to a bad weekend in Vegas. Maybe an arrest. Don't do that. All right. So that's our show, guys. Please like and subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on social at Man of the Year Podcast. And be good to yourself and be good to your friends. Love you, Love buddy. buddy. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. 